You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. Oh yeah. Bing is for doing, and here we are doing another amazing after show for our favorite show, Being Human. It's amazing and we're going to be amazing. Yes. And I am your host, Sean O. And I'm joined here by my lovely and catty co-host. <laughs> the infamous Katarina Lee Waters. Yes, I felt like changing it up a bit. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am catty. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be doing the recap and... Uh, and we're going to talk about this great episode. I like this one as well. This is Season 3, Episode 8. Your body is a, not a wonderland, a condemned wonderland. Indeed it is. Ah. So, anyway. Whose body are we talking about? I know. We're talking about somebody. Well, there's a lot of bodies. There that are a lot of bodies. A lot of, a lot of things happen to a lot of bodies mm-hmm. this episode, including Indeed. Sally starts decomposing and she has to eat raw meat. Yes. Or she, Oh, go ahead. Exciting is that? She feels like she needs to. She gets that urge. Mm-hmm. She's, she always has that hunger. And we're going to talk about what's eating her mm-hmm. because she's eating raw meat. Yes. And uh, Aiden gets tortured, of course. Again. And we Poor saw. Thing. I know. And we saw that coming, though. Like, we've been talking about it all season. Mm-hmm. Like, a fan tweeted at us. And he said he was dissecting the the teasers for the season. And that's why we've been talking about it so much. Right. And, and lastly... Josh gets scratched. I kind of predicted it. Yes, you did. That was good. That was you. So we we were like talking about that before, and you did that prediction, and it happened. Yes, it did. And thankfully, now we know that 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 means that Liam has to die this season. How? He has to because that way Josh will get back to being human. Yeah, but do we want that? I don't know. It would make it more interesting if he was a werewolf. Yes. Still. Yes. I guess. I'm sort of kind of secretly. I like it when he's a wolf. Yeah, I I do too. But you know what? It's I think it's okay to see just Nora as a wolf, and mm-hmm. we know this is what Josh really wants. That's true. But let's uh, let's start off talking about Sally eating raw meat because this is yes. where the episode leaves off. You know, mm-hmm. let's talk about mm-hmm. it now. Yeah. So, so Sally, she obviously the whole season she's been so hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. She doesn't know what's wrong with her. You know what's yep. eating her. Yes. And she keeps eating everything. Yeah. So what's the deal with her? Now mm-hmm. we know what it has to be. It has to be that because she's a reanimated corpse, mm-hmm. because she's this this like human-looking zombie, mm-hmm. she has this hunger. And if she doesn't probably eat raw meat or maybe even something live, like um, what's his name? Like Nick. Nick. Right? Like exactly. He, what did he do with that cat? He ate it, poor thing. Little kitty. He ate a cat, your favorite animal. My favorite animal <laughs> in the world. 
He ate a cat, so it was just so bloody and gruesome, and he must have got that blood everywhere, the way he was mopping it up like that. Mm-hmm, I think so. And I'm actually wondering, mm-hmm. do you think that he may have killed Zoe? Because she hasn't been in the episode Ooh. since the second episode. Oh, mm. I hadn't thought of that. And we know he has a hankering for flesh, and he's gotten it much earlier, obviously, Yeah. than Sally. Yeah. Why, why do you think he's been... Oh, I'm sorry. You go with your point now. Well, I was going to say that probably you would think that there would be some kind of progression, that perhaps he's starting with the kitties, because he's obviously... Maybe he's doing it on a regular basis, because you know, it's, it's his thing. He puts out the food, and a stray kitty comes, or not so stray... You know, and he eats it. So you would think that maybe if he's eating kitties, that he hasn't had a human yet. Because you would think maybe he's starting off with kitties and perhaps he'll move on to, you know, bigger animals, dogs and horses and cows. And then perhaps he'll move on to humans from there. It reminds me of a film, actually, um, Uh called Ed and His Dead Mother, which I hosted for my DVD line. It's with Steve Buscemi, and it's an old, like, a horror comedy. Oh. Where he reanimates his mother, because he loves her so much. And then she starts eating live things, but the same thing, it progresses to bigger and bigger. Wow. More murderous instincts. Well, that's, I'm sure that's going to that's gonna be happening with Nick. Yes. But you, the way you were describing it right there, like mm-hmm. moving on to bigger and bigger mm-hmm. things, it totally reminds me of that children's poem, There Was an Old yes. Lady That Swallowed a Fly. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it ends up with a horse yes, and she's dead. She did, of course. Of course. <laughs> but, <laughs> so... I'm I'm wondering though because we haven't seen Zoe, mm-hmm. and what if he did eat her on accident, and then he's feeling like a remorse? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's very possible. He's feeling like, okay, I can't do this. I can't kill anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. He was so evasive with Sally. Right. Why would right. he? Why do you think he would be like that? Like he's embarrassed to say it, but she clearly she has uh-huh. the same problem. Yeah, and it, it's yeah, so yeah. much more visible because it's on her head. Yes. So why? And why would he confide in her and let them solve the problem together somehow? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, unless he's, as you say, you know, he's feeling guilty about killing things, yeah. you know, to, so, or maybe he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to tell her that that's what he's doing so as to save her from having to do the same thing. But Yeah, well, maybe he, gonna... maybe he feels like, oh, she'll find out eventually. <laughs> and Perhaps, and I guess she's on her way to. Yeah, she is. And uh, it, it, in his, he had very few lines, obviously, this mm-hmm. episode, but you can tell he was so evasive. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think he is embarrassed because there was that one line where he actually says, I have a PhD and I'm eating cats. <laughs> With, and he has, like you mentioned, that was actually a really good point mm-hmm. uh, a moment ago when you mentioned, he's like, he, it's like he has a system. Right. He's like, okay, I'm gonna put out the food. Mm-hmm. My cat comes, I eat it. Mm-hmm. My sores or my my rotting flesh goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that was just really. Oh, um, also, oh, go ahead with yours. Well, I was gonna say it's interesting how it starts with Sally because it's a hair. She notices that when her hair is falling out, and that's like just this really scary thing. Somehow, when your hair is falling out, it just means like illness and decomposition, and that's a scary thing in itself. And then to find, you know, like the sores and everything like that, it's really, really nasty. So she's gonna want to do something about that. What do you think is going on with Stevie, the other boy? Remember their friend that got dug up and reanimated yeah. too? Where is he? He's okay. Well, obviously they talked about it. How he's hitchhiking around. Right. And he said he was going to do that, and mm-hmm. she gave him like hundred bucks or something, which mm. isn't going to get him very much no. food. <laughs> so he's hitchhiking out there. Yeah. What do you think he's been eating? Since if you're a hitchhiker, you're probably not going to have that much money. No. He can't do any work because he doesn't have a social security number because mm-hmm. he's reanimated. Right. 
right? And he probably, well, and obviously he died in high school. He probably doesn't know anything about getting jobs. <laughs> Perhaps squirrels. Could be eating squirrels out there. Or I'd say, I'll say squirrels. If he's hitchhiking, there might be roadkill out there on those highways and freeways. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But will it be enough of it, like, if it's already dead? What if uh, he's... To begin with, perhaps, and then... Yeah, that that that's an excellent uh, observation. What mm. do, Does it have to be alive? Does it have to be more raw? Does mm. it have to be, you know, closer to living and warm right. as possible? Kind of like the vampires, right? Because yeah. the vampires, yeah. they prefer... Obviously, Aiden, he doesn't want to drink from the hospital blood, no. those donor bloods or whatever. Mm-hmm. He prefers the real thing. Obviously, he restrains himself, but every other vampire prefers the real thing. It's the healthiest. They get the most blood drunk off mm-hmm. of it, and that's where their nourishment mm-hmm. lies. Yeah, absolutely. It seems it doesn't seem fair somehow, does it, for Sally or you know, well, not so much for Nick because he sort of you know he slid in under her sort of thing. But it doesn't seem fair, you know. They did this whole curse thing so that she would be a proper you know person again. Then she goes and she gives her soul. She relinquishes her soul in exchange for you know the the people that she loves and. Donna said to her, you will live a normal life and you will die like a normal person and then I have your soul. But now she already, before death, she's already having all these problems. It doesn't seem fair. Well, actually, she never said, you're going to live a normal life and die like a normal person. She only said, you can go and see the people you want to see, mm-hmm. but you, when you die, your soul is mine. She never said... You're going to live 30 years or 40 years or whatever your lifespan is. No, but didn't she say something like you will die a regular death? Like it's not going to be like a pre-early... I don't, I th- I was, I don't think I so. We should watch it. If anybody, if any of our fans know, they should tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet at Katerina and I. You can tweet at me at Sean Austin O. I'm at Katerina's Infamy. And let us know, please. Let us know what you think mm-hmm. about that. If if we were wrong on those lines, you know, um, tweet at us, correct us, and you know, join the conversation. That way, we can we can talk about you guys and give you guys a shout out. Absolutely. But speaking of shout outs, I have mm-hmm. a few, and mm-hmm. we we have a few right to yes, we to, do. to give to our fans. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of uh, tweets and uh, comments on our iTunes and ratings. Mm-hmm. So on iTunes, I actually got one from Pilgrim Scott. Mm-hmm. He titled his rating finally. And said, amazing. Very succinct. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Uh, shall I read one? Yeah, go ahead. I'll read um, Pentargarian. Have I pronounced that correctly? Yeah, I think Pentargarian, perhaps. Well, anyway, Ben. Hi, Ben. He says, I've been a big fan of being human since it began and have been hoping a podcast would come about that would be just as good as the show. Thankfully, when I came across After Buzz as being human after show, I was nothing less than thrilled. Both hosts seem like they really enjoy the show, and we do, and talking yes. about it even more so. It's always a good time listening to a new episode. All righty. I love that. That was a good mm-hmm. one. See, very, very detailed. And he, he gave us a lot of props for yes, being he did. able he to. He took the time to sit down and write that. We appreciate that. Absolutely. I got one from Luke here. Mm-hmm. And he titled his Great Show with an exclamation mark. <laughs> a spectacular podcast. If you're a fan of being human, you have to take a listen. The dapper Mr. Sean O and her loyal majesty, Miss Katarina Lee Waters are the best. Keep up the good work. Happy face. Well, thank you, Luke. That guy is awesome. 
He is. Was there, was there one more on there? There is one more on there. Hang on one second. I've logged myself out. Uh-oh. But I'm logging myself back in. And uh, Joe Apterson says, love the show. Even better with the great podcast shows. Can't wait to hear more from you guys. Ooh, we got lots of love mm-hmm. right there, huh? Lots and lots of love. For very, very thank cool. You. Thank you, well, thank everybody. you guys. Thank you so much, fans. And, of course, keep tweeting at us. Keep rating us on iTunes give us five stars mm-hmm. and uh, be sure to you know if you type in search bar on iTunes account when you go to your iTunes uh, app just go ahead and type in being human we're like the first few of the podcasts up there we're big now you know we're awesome <laughs> we're hip and give us give us that rating and tell a friend because it only takes a minute it does so Aiden gets captured and tortured <laughs> by Liam and how did it feel for you watching this scene well, I suppose he must be used to it by now. Again, it doesn't seem fair. <laughs> no, he gets beat up so much. He does. But he can take it because he's he a is. vampire. Yes. He he's can, a tough, strong man. Yes, he can regenerate. Yes. As long as he gets fresh blood in him, mm-hmm. then he's able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, not only did he get beaten and tortured, mm-hmm. but he got beaten with a sledgehammer. Yes, and and what else? He got stabbed by some kind of prod or something. Yeah, yeah, but not a not a wooden stake, obviously. Thankfully, not a wooden <laughs> stake. That didn't take him out. And even yep. if he got if he got stabbed in the stomach though with a wooden stake, it would be okay. Yes, it has to be right here, as he told Sally right. that time when they were in bed together. That's right, when she was <laughs> mounting him. Yes, but uh, you got injected with the virus too, mm-hmm. like right at the end, like right. Josh, you know, got there just just in time, and it seemed like he was going to prevent Liam from doing it, mm-hmm. but Liam still, like, he, Liam knew that he was doomed, so he just injected him with the virus yes. right away. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. But, I predict, can I? I know it's yeah, too early. Yeah, why not, if it's on your mind? <laughs> I predict that Aiden's going to survive it. Regardless. Of course. And so, you know, a new era will begin where perhaps, you know, the whole the contaminated blood issue won't be such a huge issue anymore. Maybe Aiden's special. Maybe there's going to be something that happens. Well, he, obviously he's infected now. We can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw right away when he's like patting Josh's wounds yeah. at, back at the house uh-huh. that he has the infection creeping up on his hand. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So we know he's not special yet. Yeah, but something's got to happen where mm-hmm. they're going to find some kind of cure, and mm-hmm. and and we'll see what happens with that. But um, back yeah. to the torture scene, it was mm-hmm. just it it was so interesting because it was a really twisted scene, I must say. And it was so interesting how just the way and he was torturing them. I haven't seen one quite like that. Mm-hmm. But what always seems to be really prevalent in a lot of torture scenes that I've watched in movies is because I don't see them in person mm-hmm. is that. There's always some kind of music that's playing that's so contradictory to what's actually happening. Right. Like, because Liam was like playing on his on his uh, his record player, mm-hmm. some oh, real, yeah. some beautiful operatic oh. music. <laughs> yes. And he's just he's just enjo- it's like he's enjoying the torture in a way. Mm. Well, he probably is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. And. Um, it's it's so in- intriguing how sadists like to do that. They like to have some kind of different music to like mm-hmm. set the mood just right for them. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, because he's psycho. He is psycho. <laughs> he's a psycho yeah. wolf who does everything for the pack, but mm-hmm. he's really not doing it for the pack. He's really doing it for his own selfish needs. Yes, bastard. 
Bastard. And uh, how about Aiden protecting Nora? That was really good. I am so glad that he did that because Mm -hmm. it's going to make Nora really feel like crap. It's going to make her be like, oh, Aiden did that for me. Especially when Josh heard it, too. That makes it even more powerful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, otherwise, Nora probably wouldn't believe it. I mean, who's who's going to tell her other than Josh that, that Aiden did that? Exactly. But I could see this turning around. Like, if, if that happened, ho- hopefully it's going to happen next episode. But if that happened, I could see Nora just, like, twisting it and being like, well, he told you that, but what What really... Did you really hear that? Or yeah. why would he say that? Or, you know, like, oh, he shouldn't have done that because it's my responsibility. See, she could twist it around like that. She could, but she's also not a complete... What's the... I mean, what is a word that I can use? Isn't uh, Which? <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, Aiden said... I think we could say biatch. Yes. Because Aiden it. said it during the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good line, by the way, when he was like... He was being tortured. He was almost mm-hmm. injected. He's like, wait, wait, I killed... I did kill your daughter. Mm-hmm. And she squealed like a bitch. That was an awesome line. That was very cool. It really rattled mm-hmm. Liam's cage. Yes. I enjoyed it. Yes. So, um, oh, you know, with Aiden as well, ra- wrapping it up a little bit, mm-hmm. he, um, that, that scene actually reminded me a little bit, because with the music and whatnot, it kind of reminded me of the Clockwork Orange, how there's, like, even though, like, uh, Beethoven, like, the music's so beautiful right. Right in that movie, yeah. he has such, like, a vile reaction to it mm-hmm. because of being tortured in that way before, yeah. being, like, subjected yeah, yeah. to that experiment and whatever. Mm-hmm. Just kind of reminded me of that, so yeah. it's, it's not too much of a direct link there. Oh, nice reference. <laughs> <laughs> and he Aiden got a bit closer with Kat this episode, too. Yes. He was romantically stalking her. Mm-hmm. Romantically. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he, he ended up talking with her a bit. He tried to break off the date, and she ended up refusing. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to continue going on the date with him. Yes, she did. And yeah. thank goodness that she cares enough about him to have called Josh and said... Hey, why didn't he leave with these two dudes? Mm-hmm. Like, this guy who, what's his name, Connor's father or something or other. Yeah, she basically saved him. Yeah. So then the question is, if, if Nora finds out what Aiden did for her, will that change her mind about Aiden and Kat? Because she's very against that liaison. Oh, that's right. Which you can understand, because, you know, no matter what Aiden's intentions may be, he has in the past, from time to time when his intentions were good, has not been able to control himself even though he thinks that he can, but... I mean, he's hungrier now than he used to be. I mean, the he same is. thing happened with Rebecca. He didn't want to kill her, but he did. He did. So. But I feel like now, because he's dying, the whole dynamics are going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he's even going to be seeing Cat next episode. I think he's good. Wow, wow. Is he going to come... Right, because he can't, you know, with all the stuff in us. Yeah. It's, the, the virus moves fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how much is... How much of an ellipse is there going to be between this episode and episode nine? Right? Well, how much time have we got before he needs to be cured? A matter of days, I would say. Remember, Henry, Mm -hmm. he said, I have until tomorrow, Mm -hmm. maybe a week. Mm -hmm. And then, and pretty much that episode, he walked off into the street away from Aiden. Yes. And we didn't see him after that. No. But we don't know how much time elapsed, but he was gone. But is he dead? Is he really dead? 
What is that a trick? What? Yeah. Perhaps he's going to show up with the with the antivirus. <laughs> it's going to get Aiden. I found it. <laughs> That's a really good prediction, actually, because we're we're assuming that all the va- obviously we've seen the vampires die from this. Yes. We've seen them collapse into ashes, mm-hmm. but we didn't see Henry do it. No. And they did. Did even Aiden see Henry die? What if he just walked off and? Aiden assumed exactly. Aiden yeah. made an assumption that yeah. he was dead. Uh-huh. Who knows? Yeah. And then something has to happen with Kenny, the Bubble Boy. That's right. Because he's now between a rock and a hard place. He, too, in, so. in, a, in a way, he is. Yeah. He's between a glass jar and being dropped in that glass jar onto rocks. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to. Basically, Aiden's going to have to get cured so that he can turn Kenny. I wonder if you can turn people while you're infected with this vamp killer flu virus. Mm. Hmm. Mm. And if they would get the virus too at the same time. Yeah, or ma- whether they would be magically immune. Hmm. That oh man, what if that happens? <laughs> that is that is a really good that's a really good point you mm. made there, Kat. But Aiden wouldn't try that. He'd be too worried that he would kill Kenny probably. Yeah, well, I I do have a little bit of a prediction about him with Kenny that we can share at the end. Okay, good. But before we talk about that, Mm -hmm. and before we go on to our next topic, let's let's talk about The Adventures of Serial Buddies. Yes. Which is an awesome film (laughs) that is... That is going to that is starring Maria Menounos, and she's of course she's our CEO and founder here, along with Kevin Undergaro. Mm-hmm. And this film is written and directed by Kevin Undergaro. It is out in select theaters this Friday, aka tomorrow, for us. Exciting. Uh, March eighth, and of course you can go to the website adventuresofseriobuddies.com. That's adventuresofseriobuddies.com, and purchase your tickets before they get sold out. And it's only in select cities. It's in L.A., Boston, New York, Chicago. Um, so go ahead and you know check it out. If you're in any of those cities, go watch it because I tell you what, it's freaking funny. It's like Dumb and Dumber mm-hmm. meets Dexter. That's the best way to describe it. And there's so many actors in it. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Artie Lang. Kathy Lee Gifford's in there, too. It's it's just a really... It's just a hilarious little adventure. And it's... It, I don't think... There's no serial buddy comedy that's ever been done before. So mm-hmm. this is freaking hilarious. Go go well, check it out. I'm excited and I want to go see it. Yes. Yes. Let's look at Josh getting scratched again. Let's. Yes. So, Josh... He gets scratched, obviously, by Liam. Liam. Liam turned, and he's like that that really, really pitch-black-furred mm-hmm. wolf, because he's a purebred, right? Yes. He's not dirty-looking with his fur like, <laughs> like Josh and Nora are. No. Poor things. And he's doing it... He did it to protect Aiden. Now, when he when he got scratched, actually, did you notice that he, he had the knife up, and he stabbed Liam in the face with it? No, I didn't notice. He he did. He had his because remember he brought that knife with him along with the revolver, right. uh-huh. and um, the knife is obviously a silver knife because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that would really hurt the wolves. Yeah. So when when he was coming up the stairs at him, mm-hmm. he ended up just like hitting him really fast. He, mm-hmm. It was it was almost too quick to see, right? And that's why Liam ended up falling down the stairs, right? Because he ran out of bullets with the gun, right? Mm-hmm. And Liam falls down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if when he changes back. Mm-hmm. If he's going to have a scar on his face somewhere. Oh, that would be cool. Or maybe even an eye gone. <gasps> oh, my God. That would be neat. 
That would be really cool. That's a little bit of an allusion to Walking Dead right there. Any Walking Dead right. fans out? Because the bat, like the main bad guy in Walking Dead uh-huh. right now, he loses his eye too. Uh, and it makes him look even more villainous. I see. Yes. Well, but, um, I guess Josh didn't have good enough aim then with a silver bullet. You know what? I was going to talk about that because <laughs> did, all right, we, we talked about that. We, yes. we were discussing, oh, yeah, he's got silver bullets in mm-hmm. that gun. But then again, we're, I think we were just making, uh, and of course, you know, it's a good assumption mm-hmm. that he would have done that. But, like, did he really make them out of silver? Or was it just, you know, just regular bullets? Mm. We, I don't think we have, no, I don't think we have really, like, a solid idea of what he did because no. it doesn't show him making any silver bullets. No. And the way he shoots him, mm-hmm. he shoots him, like, all around. Yeah. While he's changing. He shoots him, like... Yes. He doesn't shoot him in the heart or no, the head. No. He shoots... Well, he shoots... I think he shot him in the head when he was changing, which is probably, like, he's immune to it because right. he's super strong at that mm-hmm. point. But he shot him in the arms and the shoulders and stuff, and that's when he initially fell over before he changed. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like they're silver bullets. I feel like they're just regular. Right. Because it, it would probably be very expensive for Josh mm-hmm. on a nurse's salary to make silver bullets. Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I feel. Yeah, it would be. It would be. I mean, where would you get them from? You know, I hadn't really thought about that particular problem. I just assumed that he would somehow have figured that out in the illusion that is the fantasy world of television. Oh, we can. We can uh, <laughs> imagine. We can. There could think be places about it. where you can just buy them. Perhaps. Hey, maybe he goes to. Uh, is it Donna, the witch? Mm-hmm. Maybe he goes to Donna and he asks her. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't think jo- Josh wants anything more to do with her. No. Somehow he wasn't her biggest fan. Not after he was played like a puppet and smashed up against those lockers in the mm, kitchen. No, we didn't like that. No, we no. did not. Mm-hmm. Did you... I don't think we have anything else to talk mm. about regarding Josh. He was really... Other than getting scratched mm-hmm. this episode, it was pretty dry for him. Oh, oh, actually, what am I talking about? Big deal right here. He proposed... To Nora, yes, and, and that was that was a huge deal because yeah. she she got so happy. Mm-hmm. And if you were in that situation, Kat, how would you feel if you got you got proposed to in this beautiful house and and your boyfriend now fiance is like, you know, we're gonna have a house like this someday, and I'm gonna love you until we're in diapers. Well, I guess if I was really like in love, it would be nice. Would you do it? in the house no <laughs> they lock the door no <laughs> they just wouldn't the realtor that's not, that's not romantic <laughs> wouldn't the realtor just cut wait why'd they lock the door yeah exactly and it it's just, not I mean it's not sanitary and it you know it's <laughs> I don't know I, <laughs> it was a, it was a, a little surprised <laughs> I think it was a pretty clean looking house I think it would be sanitary yes, yeah no I mean after they Oh, okay. Oh, so you'd have have to like lie on something. (laughs) Oh, so you'd have like remorse after afterwards. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, I would be too worried the whole time that somebody was knocking on the door. It would just be. It's not a romantic moment. I don't think. I think it's a good fantasy, and that's why we get to see them live it. But yeah, of course, a lot of people, a lot of people wouldn't do it. Yeah, themselves. Anyway, let's go ahead and move into our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Ugh. Couple <laughs> <clears throat> So I have a lot of tweets up, up there in the Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, oh, before we move on to the tweets though, let's talk about your trip a little bit. Yes, let's. So what did you do in Germany? Well, I wrestled for a promotion called DWA. 
DWA, which stands for those, uh, those in the US who don't Deu- know. Deutsches Wrestling Association. Uh-oh. Allianz. And, um, yeah, so I so we did a show there, and um, a few, like, the, one of the nasty boys was there, and Stevie Richards, and um, Joe Legend, and... It was really wonderful because my family got to come and then I got to spend a week over there with my family afterwards. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so it was really lovely. Long walks in the snow. Oh, that sounds fun. Yes. So different than here. Yes. When, it's been so sunny here up until today and it's just here in LA. It just got, yeah. It's cold today, right? It's a little chilly, yeah, oh, but I mean, I've just been in the cold. You're used to yes. colder temperatures, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah, and it's actually drizzling a little bit outside before yes. before we came in here. Uh, but how much how much did you miss being here? Because you missed Sam Whitworth. I was so sad. I cried myself to sleep every night. <laughs> did you Did you hear the podcast or like or see the YouTube video? I did watch some of it. Okay. I watched about half of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it was very interesting how. Um, I was talking about, you know, Aiden being, you know, a mass murderer and a sociopath and all that. I don't, I don't agree with any of that. Ah, well. You know, because, I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, are you? No, I'm not. I used to be, but I'm not now. You so, know, I don't think that makes us, it makes us murderers, but not, you know, by the, by the definition of the word murderers, it's only, it only counts if you kill your own kind. And seeing as he wants to be human, but he's not human, he's technically not killing his own kind, i.e. he's not, it's just the food chain. That's true. That they are his food. Yes. But if we want to get a little bit logical and philosophical about oh, this, please. I feel like because see, we were never, well, at least in this life, mm-hmm. we were never a chicken or a, or <laughs> a cow. So Aiden, Aiden was a human before. Yeah. So him, it's in, and it was never his choice, really. He was, mm-hmm. as we saw earlier in the season, mm-hmm. Bishop like forced him into it. Yes. It, it's like you know having a deal with the devil, and the devil gives you no choice. Like, hey, you either save your comrades, mm-hmm. and you turn into a demon. Yeah. Or you get killed, and your comrades get killed too. That is true. And I would never eat a cat. Of course not. <laughs> you would never eat yourself. <laughs> never. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know what? The conversation with Sam was so fascinating. Mm -hmm. I just, I was actually really legitimately nervous. Mm -hmm. I I was so nervous, and I'd never gotten like that before. I was sweating bullets (laughs) a ton. And, well, thankfully... Once he got here, uh-huh. I started talking to him and just just sitting down at this table and, mm-hmm. and making eye contact with him and just being able to talk. It's just such a cool, intimate experience mm-hmm. with another person to yeah. share. Especially like I've I've looked at that guy uh, at his uh, his career for so mm-hmm. long, and I just you know I it, it's like I saw him evolve and change and, and become like the main star of the show. Yeah. And it was just so fascinating to be able to sit down with him, mm-hmm. and it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of juicy tidbits of information yeah. out of that guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm and so he, glad. And he offered a lot of insight about his character and, you know, a lot of other things. He did. And the whole mass murder thing, like you were mentioning, Kat, mm-hmm. he just, he I think he just sees such a deeper, darker side of Aiden mm-hmm. that none of us really get right. to see. And we get to see, like, he it, pretty much Aiden's like this mass murderer serial killer, but he's trying to recover. He's trying to do yes. penance for it. It's <laughs> like he's living a personal hell every day. Right. And we kind of saw that happen a little bit this episode when he said that he was the one who killed Bryn. Because he's trying to, like, offer, especially right. because he thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. So he offered up, like, himself as mm-hmm. a sacrifice. Yeah. For all the bad things he's done. Yes. 
And that was really fascinating. But let's talk about some tweets now. Oh, yeah. So Sam Whitwer, at Sam Whitwer, he tweeted, and a fan... Okay, a fan... A fan asked him how badly his shoulders hurt after the torture scene, and his fan replied, at Mocha Soul, my arms and shoulders were messed up for a few days afterwards. Oh, goodness gracious. So that torture scene must have been really hard on him. Who, kno- mm-hmm. who knows how many hours he had to be actually chained up on That's there? That's true. Yeah. That's true, because that could take a while. Even with his, like, enormous muscles. <laughs> <laughs> his well-fit body. That guy probably, you know, puts a strain being, yes. <laughs> being tortured and pummeled. Yeah, he suffers for his art. And, he, and who knows how much he actually got hit. I'm sure even though they're doing stage, mm-hmm. like, acting and stuff and stage fighting, mm-hmm. dude, he's still getting, like, he's still, there's still contact. Yes. There's something, sure. you know, and, and him being hung like that looks pretty real to me. <laughs> you know what that just sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do now. At Kristen underscore Hager tweets, a big thank you to the people who parked on either side of my car. Oh, yeah, I saw that, <laughs> saw that too. <laughs> and now made it physically impossible to get on into it. And yes, she said get on into it, which was pretty yes. funny. And then she tweeted after that saying that second on wasn't supposed to be in there. That's right. And it was pretty funny when she said that because yeah. it does, in, in a way, after saying that, it does sound kind of sexual. Like a little sexual. Right, 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 get yeah. on yeah. into the car. But it's a, it's a problem that a lot of us face every day. And I've noticed this before. And I've tweeted and, and spoke to people about this before because this, obviously, United States of America, the land of the huge cars and the really tiny parking spaces. And then it says compact, but in every single space is a compact, but nobody has a compact car. No. And then everybody just sort of slides in and tries to, and then you're sort of doing this, trying to get out, you know, and it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. It's it happened we, so many times. And, and not only do the people have, there's there are a lot of people here that have big trucks and cars, which is mm-hmm. absurd. They, they are being phased out, thankfully. I have a tiny little Fiat. Oh, good for you. So I'm, I get better miles per gallon, and I'm... Um, getting into good like mm. spaces where I have a lot of room on either side Yeah. except when jackasses like this guy last week seriously parked next to me and this when I was looking at Kristen's tweet it mm. totally reminded me of right. this so I get into the parking garage I park very barely park mm-hmm. thankfully I have a small car mm-hmm. and this guy on my left he did he was like in the line on my driver's side hey. so I'm like dude come on seriously when I got back mm-hmm. I wrote him a very nasty little note <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, you know to tell him about his misdeeds in parking mm. but i recommend to Kristen hager mm-hmm. that uh, there are actually business cards mm-hmm. out there for people who park poorly so you can get those things there are websites out there that actually right. do this you can actually get them mm-hmm. and it says like bad parking jackass or like <laughs> learn how to park you know better or whatever you know there's like yeah. actually some funny little pictures i have here look at this one you park like a jackass and that that's a that's a business card that you can put on someone's thing so you don't have to write the whole note all you have to do is just go oh okay yeah because he wants who wants to deal with all that you know in a time of crisis do you see this jackass even he parks better than you nice job douche so that's another one you can yeah. put. Look like at this one. I'm not going to say the whole no. thing. <laughs> if everybody effed the way you parked, the human race would likely go extinct. Way to miss the target, jackass. <laughs> that's another one that you could use, Kristen. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, oh, and lastly, 
at Connor Price underscore, who plays Kenny, mm-hmm. he tweeted at me, and he said, at Sean Austin O, fantastic mm-hmm. interview, at Sam Whitwer, I'm expecting a percentage of your increased iTunes sales after that one, hashtag Tones. So that was pretty much after. You didn't get to hear the, uh, the remainder of the podcast last time, but right. I mentioned that Connor Price plays Kenny. He tweeted at me, right. and he wanted to joke at Sam Whitwer, and I mentioned it. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I, was, I told Sam, like, oh, hey, man, so what's up with your album? Uh, Connor Price says, what's right. up with your album? Are you going to make a second one for your band? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on to predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions. How about you start off, Kat? Okay. Well, um, Sally, I think, is pretty obviously going to move on to some kind of small living creatures. Ew. Soon, after the raw meat incident. What if we... Uh, well, it couldn't be too big of an ellipse between the, this episode mm. and the next, because if there is, Aiden would probably be, be dead. Mm. So it's... But he's not going to die. But he's not going to die. <laughs> Sally, I, I feel also I agree with you. She will start feeding on live animals, mm-hmm. and I feel like she's going to be tempted and try and eat Max. Because he's always around her all the time. Yes, but you know what? I don't think that for them it's it's the same as like because for the vampires, the blood thinking is also a sexual thing, and I don't think it's the same way for the for the zombie scenario. That's I don't I don't think it's like they get aroused and then they eat. That's more like a vampire. It's you know because often you know any time that Aiden's killed somebody by mistake, it's usually been you know in like a sexual situation like with Rebecca and and stuff you know it's similar adrenaline and dolphin sort of game you know whereas for for the zombies I don't think it's the same thing so I don't think she'll eat Max that's a really good point of view actually um I also feel like Aiden he's gonna get worse next episode obviously mm-hmm. and there's still going to be a cure over the horizon and maybe within yes. the next two episodes because we have five episodes left mm-hmm. within the next two or three probably two he's yes. going to get cured and perhaps it's something to do with Kenny perhaps he is the solution somehow maybe he is and I have something to say about Kenny too I predict he will meet with Kenny and show him what it is like to be turned and what's in store for him because right. he's going to be like look look, this is what waits you if you get right. turned and you drink from the wrong person right. Lastly, Josh will be a wolf again mm-hmm. by and eventually kill Liam, and that's mm-hmm. how he's going to be turned back into human by the end of this season. And that's exactly what he wants. He wants to be human again. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us on our After Buzz thank TV you. podcast. And you can find me at Sean Austin O. And me at Katarina's Infamy. Oh, and you can also follow me on Instagram at itshano. And we love your guys' comments. Keep rating us on iTunes. Keep tweeting at us. And uh, we, of course, we're going to read your guys' comments and predictions out here because that's what we love to do here. We're super fans. Fans just like you guys that enjoy being human. Anyway, we will catch you next week. See you then. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you, Buzz later. you later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.